0: by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord Amen
1: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas Catholic Radio for Your Soul Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone
2: Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, this is The Good News Show.
3: All right, welcome everybody. This is The Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is an hour once a week that we get to chat Live on the radio and just kind of tell you what's going on, some good things that are happening in the Catholic world across North Texas. We got some great guests and topics today. It is the second. Monday of the month, and that means that uh, during the second half of the show, we're going to be focusing on young people, and since I no longer qualify as a young person, we have to bring other people in. <laughs> I, I guess, so, so you could do it. Uh, I, I yeah, I could do
4: it, but I already have a whole show for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You're, you're
3: the fourth Friday, no, 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 sec,
4: second Second Friday. Friday of the month.
3: Last week, yes. Yeah, last, uh, you and Zach. Okay, so, yeah, so we um, have worked out uh, a really nice arrangement with the Young Catholic Professionals, Jen Ball and Peter Blute, uh, to one of them, or sometimes they send somebody else, like will be the case today, to come in and uh interview somebody and give us an update on uh, how things are going with young Catholic professionals. And so it's going to be Joe Geisbauer, who is their Director of Development, who will be in studio uh, at uh in about 30 minutes, and he is bringing with him... Marla Moak, Vice President of Operations for Mali Made USA. And she obviously is tied into YCP in some way or another. They're going to talk about servant leadership, hope. And I, I always look forward to the update of like how many chapters there are because <laughs> yes. they, they're just growing so fast. They are. You know, so uh, that's coming up in the second half of the show. And before that, we are going to give you an update on the upcoming Texas Rally for Life which uh, is sponsored by the Catholic Pro-Life uh, Community, and uh, we have in studio Maddie Brown, the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry. And uh, have you been here in studio before with us? I have. Your mic's not on. Uh, okay. I, I threw a fast one. Sissel didn't know you were going to come on this quickly. I, uh, uh, I always sure. like to kind of you know, surprise Sissel a little <laughs> bit, do, do things. Uh, have you been in studio?
5: long time ago, when I was in middle school, I came once. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you came one time when you were two, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I thought you looked like a, a, an unfamiliar yes. uh, yeah, face yes. in the studio. But welcome yeah. back. So thank we're going to get to you in just a moment. I okay. know Ingrid Meyer is also coming. Uh, they're looking for young people, high school students, also chaperones, uh, that want to go on this. And this is going to be kind of in lieu of the Washington trip. And yes. I do thank Annette Kearns because uh, – uh, she's the one that kind of arranges all this and uh sent me some talking points and so looking forward to talking about that and how young people can get more involved in the pro life effort And I'm going to be out there too. I'm I'm going to, down to Austin for the, uh, the the rally for life next month. All right, before that, we have a few things we want to talk about. It is December 13th. Uh we're in the third week of Advent. Your Advent going pretty well so far, Cecil? I think so. Yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, I I've all of the candles have been burned slightly, so that means that we've done all right with the you <laughs> yeah. know a devotional at least a couple of times a week, <laughs> yeah which is I mean uh, yeah,
3: you got you guys have had a lot going on in your family and yes, all that. yes, so. but
2: we have tried <laughs> yeah,
3: that's right, well, you know that that's uh, Diane Xavier is also in studio here. how you doing, Diane?
2: Good, how are you all doing?
3: yeah, how's your advent?
2: going all right so far? pretty good so far, um, yeah, so well, so fast yes. it? it does oh, my,
4: but you know this year, my sister and I are commenting that we actually have a little bit longer of an advent than we sometimes do because you know yeah. sometimes. Yeah. That last week of Advent really gets like condensed. Right. I remember that couple of years ago?
3: Because well, I think this is the longest Advent you can possibly have. Well, I, no, think I think if if Christmas is on a Sunday, that's
4: the longest. That's weekend.
3: the longest. If Christmas is on a Monday, that's the shortest. Am I right? Like I for some that. reason, Maddie becomes like the Advent <laughs> expert. I'm looking at her. She's <laughs> like, Why no, me? no, because then the, then the fourth su- the uh, fourth Sunday of Advent would be on um, uh, a s- I don't know. But remember uh, I, a few I years ago when right. we had
4: that one thing that happens every like seventy years where we had the fourth Sunday of Advent was Christmas Eve. Yeah, that was that's such right. chaos at all the churches. They're like ripping down the Advent stuff, putting right, up the Christmas stuff. right. You
3: got <laughs> and you chaos. got to like, turn things around it so, was so quickly. Fun, yeah. I kind of like it. I like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Christmas being on a Saturday, it's kind of fun. It is. Uh, all right. Uh, also, this is the first time we've been on the earth uh, with this show since our fall our <laughs> Christmas Sharon. Christmas
4: Sharon. That's kind of involved it's Christmas
3: Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I wasn't entirely. And so thanks to everybody who called in and you know what we've been getting people going online the last uh, week or so I know it's end of the year people want to make donations but uh, thanks to everybody who's making big donations and uh, support us support the CPLC support uh, YCP and uh, um, just all these groups support your parish and your diocese and so uh, everybody needs to you know be funded. Uh, and uh, let's see. What else? Um, we've oh, got the car raffle car
4: around raffle. the corner. I think that might be the first time we've talked about that, day yeah, on this show yeah. so far. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it just I, I th- seemed
2: like the other day we just gave a Mercedes-Benz away. <laughs> yes.
4: Now we're going
3: to do another one.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah it's it's going to be a, a 2022 uh, Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Is
4: that right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. yeah sure. So, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not
3: convinced says, you know. But, uh,
4: well, so. In the back of my head, I'm like, is that right? (laughs) Yeah.
3: The drawing is going to be sooner uh, this time. Normally, we wait till the first week of March, and next year, it's going to be the last week of February. And so the the, the car raffle season, instead of being eight weeks long, it's going to be seven weeks long. Everything's got to be packed into seven weeks. And I'll tell you, my... I kind of dread it starting because it's so much work. But then once we get into it, it's, it's a fun. it's a total blast. We
4: do such such crazy things during those stuff. A lot do. of live remotes. A lot of live remotes.
3: Yeah. yeah. Which speaking of, uh, if you own a restaurant, and I'm not talking to y'all, I'm talking to the arterial listeners out <laughs> there. Yeah. No. Don't don't no, don't do it just for <laughs> this. If you own a restaurant or a business and you'd like to invite us out January or February, and uh, you don't mind us you know selling raffle tickets being on location if you have something you can give away as an incentive for people who buy tickets we try to do two or three of these a week okay so we're going to start scheduling these and uh remember like uh jim hickey has uh the restaurant in east dallas yeah yeah boy that was fun so hopefully he's gonna have us out i already talked to him i think we're gonna do it again and uh, I don't remember the other places that we were at, but, uh, we'll be out and about. And so, uh,
2: somewhere near Forney, they made tamales and, oh yeah, we did yeah. uh, yeah. uh, our... gift shop, right? boy, yeah, yeah.
3: that, 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 yeah, that memory of yours, so I'm uh, so impressed. You. you remember everything. I,
2: I remember uh, when there's
4: food involved, Dave. I remember
3: <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we want to be out and about and, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. In fact, I think is the website already up for like, that's a fantastic question. I we would have it's a so, be, soft launch in December. I think at
4: least Wednesday should be up if it's not up already. So you can okay. get all the details and confirm if we are right or wrong about the exact model of the Mercedes-Benz.
3: <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, email me. Uh, you can just email kth at com if you have any suggestions about uh, how we can sell tickets. Also, if you want to get a, a batch of 20 or 30 tickets and sell them to your friends or your family, we rely on that. We call or them Raffle uh,
4: Wranglers. Raffle
3: <laughs> Wranglers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be sending out an email about that very soon <laughs> yes, we if you will. want to do that, And the
4: website is up, by the way. You just oh, have it to is. search for it on the website. But you can. they go on sale. Well, they say it's on sale January 1st. But it's, you can find out all the information there.
3: Yeah. what is the website?
4: The website is grnonline.com forward slash raffle.
3: All right. Uh, so, and the last thing I want to say before we get to uh, Maddie and Ingrid is yesterday, I was out at St. Anne's Parish and Capel and we did a live broadcast for two hours because the Dallas Diocesan Synod has officially kicked off now. And uh, thanks to Annette Gonzalez-Taylor for setting all this up. Uh, they had a big mass uh, to kick things off and Bishop Burns officially signed the decree. And this is a 10-year process. And uh, we did a whole bunch of interviews. This was supposed to be there. She wasn't able to make it. Uh, Annette Gonzalez Taylor ended up being my sidekick.
4: That's awesome. I and, heard a little bit of that. Yeah.
3: I'm so awesome. she was my si- sidekick, the, the co host, so to speak. Bishop Burns was on with us and Bishop Kelly and all kinds of priests and lay people and uh, people on the uh, Lacey de la Garza, who's head of the uh, Preparatory Commission. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, well, the, I
2: sold out uh, Packed Mass. Yeah. Yeah. I think different. so. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the, it's available as a stream on their yes. website, if you go to cathdow.org, and then last week they uh, sent uh, Jean Marie Miles over, the Director of Liturgy and Worship for the Dallas Diocese, and we sat in our conference room and we did a little 15-minute video about the, the the liturgy, the Mass, and the vestments, and all that kind of stuff, Our Lady Guadalupe, and that's on the website as well. And so if you want to see that, it was uh, fun to meet Jean Marie and also do that interview. All right, so that's CathDowell.org, and uh, the, the website for uh, the car raffle is grnonline.com forward slash raffle, and uh, I think that's it. Is we got anything else we need to talk about?
4: I'm sure we do, but that's, a, that's all there is <laughs> for it. Well, Dave, this is going to be your last show of the year.
3: For me? Yeah, for yeah, you. For right, you, I'm just right. saying so.
4: Like, just, you know, want to say goodbye. Fawn
3: farewell. <laughs> <Could> wave. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> you seem too happy about that, Sissel. Yeah, Sissel and Diane are going to be hosting the next two shows yes, yeah. in December. And I don't know if you, you know, so if... You got your I just uh, didn't know
4: if you had any like words of encouragement to give our listeners. Just don't mess next... up. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just words of encouragement for you. Don't mess up, okay? I don't want to be <laughs> listening great. and being embarrassed at home. Sounds great. Uh all right. So yeah, I'll be taking a couple weeks off. Uh so all right, let's uh this is a good news show. And if you have any questions or comments for our guests, you can call up and join us, 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. And, uh, we are going now to talk about the Texas Rally for Life, which is, uh, happening next month, January 22nd. But, uh, Youth for Life of the Catholic Pro Life community is, uh, sponsoring a pilgrimage, uh, for young people, high school students, uh, to the Texas to Rally for Life, January 21st through the 23rd. And, uh, it's basically for, uh, Uh, teens 14 to 18 years old. And so we are going to talk about that right now. Maddie Brown is Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the CPLC, and Ingrid Meyer is Director of Ministries. So welcome to both of you. Good to see you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Dave, for having us.
3: All right. Director of Ministries. Does that mean you oversee kind of all of them?
1: Yes. Yeah, We have several ministries. We try to cover everything, right, in pro-life. So yes, we, we have... Several ministries that are out there just trying to help and guide, Mm -hmm. guide our women, you know, outreach, bring people in, our youth, educate. We just want to cover whatever we can. That's our responsibility right here in Pro-Life
3: yeah yeah you guys do such a great job i mean you you 're covering so much ground. I guess when you talk about life it, you know life is a lot you know there's life at the end of life, and there's life with uh, obviously babies in the womb and uh, mothers that need to be cared for and protected and all that so uh, uh awesome job uh, so good to have you with us and then uh Maddie was telling uh, us that uh, you have you came as a a uh, 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 junior high school student into the studio the last time you were here?
5: Yeah, as a middle schooler, we I did a service week in the summer, and uh, one of the things we did one day was come in here and record some PSAs. Did we treat young. you
3: well? Was it nice? We did. It oh, was okay.
5: a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I came back. That would have been embarrassing
3: <laughs> if she said no, wouldn't it, Ben? <laughs> All right, so how long have you been in this position as Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry?
5: I just started this summer.
3: Okay. Yeah. So uh, what's your background? Uh, obviously, you're very pro-life or what attracted you to this position?
5: Yes, I have been involved in Youth for Life since I was in middle school um, when my older sister was dragging me to events at that time. Yeah. Um, and then I just continued in high school. And then in college, I kept coming back each summer for our pro-life boot camp. Um, and then my husband and I, uh, cutest story ever, we actually met at pro-life boot camp. Volunteering. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. And so it's been close to our hearts, and we just kept it as... Uh, as like
3: teenagers? Uh
5: No, in college. Oh, okay. We, we came and volunteered, and yeah. that's when we met. And, oh, wow. You know, it stayed close to our hearts, and we kept volunteering at boot camp. Uh, even when we moved out of state, we'd come back, and so... This position opened up, and it just felt like God was calling me at
3: yeah. this time. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, my my daughter went to uh, pro life boot camp one time before, and does uh, is great. So it's good good place to meet a pro life man, right? Yes, <laughs> yes,
6: that's what I always say.
3: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the rally for life. Uh, this is uh, still a ways away, but you guys are planning it, and people have to commit to it. I know there's a deadline coming up as well. So uh, you made the decision uh, instead of going to D.C. Uh, this year, but I know the next year is going to be de- uh, well uh, 2023 OBDC, but 2022 is Austin. So uh, tell us what what exactly is going to be going on during this trip.
5: Yeah, well, we decided to go to Austin because uh, Texas is really in the news and all the headlines with the heartbeat bill. And so we feel like we need to be a presence there, especially as youth showing everyone that, no, this isn't old white men who are saying these things. I take that personally. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. But it's it's the younger generation, and they want their future to be pro-life. Yeah, Um, And so we are heading out on a Friday night after school youth do not have to miss any school at all for this so parents can enjoy that one and we're gonna take a bus down to Austin and be there for the rosary and the mass and then to walk to the Capitol um, and be part of part of it
3: yeah, I think young people just have a natural desire to, to be agents of change, to make their their world a better world. So they just have a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of energy. Uh, so this is a great opportunity. So what kind of things will they be doing? It's it's like Friday night to Sunday, is that right? Uh, yes. And the rally itself is Saturday. So that kind of speaks for itself, you're going to be at the yeah. rally, you'll hear people talk and you know, be there to, to cheer everybody on and support them. What, what other activities will be going on that weekend?
5: I, well, Friday night we're is mostly the bus trip, and so we'll have a lot of fun on the bus. That's always uh, a great time to have a bunch of teenagers in a bus. <laughs> and then Saturday <laughs> Saturday evening after, we're going to h- kind of hang out at our lodging and watch a pro-life movie and just really just have some good bonding time because, um, you know, I met my husband at boot camp, and I think it's the best place to make lifelong friends. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And so I really encourage the teens to to bond Um and then Sunday morning, we'll go to Mass again, because what better thing to do uh, on a pilgrimage than go to Mass, um, and then we'll head back home. hmm
3: yeah. But there's
5: lots of little surprises that we can't mm-hmm. reveal. Oh, <laughs> God.
3: Give us a couple of them. <laughs> there uh, might
5: well, be that's a no tour. tour. <laughs> yeah.
3: Are you going, Ingrid?
1: Yes, okay. yes, I'm going. And you know why? Because it is so important to really empower our youth. Yeah. Our youth, one-third of our youth, is not here because of abortion. Yeah. You know, if it it affects all of us, especially them when they turn around yesterday, I was talking, I was giving a presentation to this group of youth and I was like, can you imagine one third of your peers are not here because of abortion? We cannot keep quiet. We need to stand up. We need to speak out and just going and being present Mm -hmm. at that march makes a huge statement.
3: Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: you're not maybe you're not shouting, you're not talking, you're but you're marching, you're just showing people you are there to support life. Yeah. Let's talk
3: about the, the reluctant teen, uh, as, uh, as, a I don't know if you're a, a mother, mother yet, or, I, I am. Okay. I have four
5: children. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: You yes. certainly qualify. Yeah. But I don't know any of them of the age, uh, where they could go on this. They're probably, no. they're probably younger than that. No, so,
5: my, my oldest is seven. Yeah. So, we a so, while. <laughs> so
3: teenage, uh, kids, uh, you know, they, they, you know, uh, some of them may be just, yeah, I want to go. I want to go. But others are like, eh, no, like you said, you were. You said mm-hmm. your sister dragged you. Yes. And, uh, so, uh, for the, the, the parents listening, uh, cause most the kids are in school. Uh, who are trying to encourage their their kids to go? Well, what what works, or what what, what are the uh, you know the, the the talking points that parents can use to try to get their kids to, to maybe go in the first one ever?
5: Yeah. So what I have found is positive peer pressure. And so if they go with a friend, if they go with a sibling who who they're gonna go with. And that just really makes them more comfortable because mm-hmm. going on a trip by your, by yourself with a bunch of people you don't know, yeah. I wouldn't want to do that as a teenager. I wouldn't want to do that now as an adult. <laughs> so really finding um, someone they're connected to who can go with them I think is is a really good thing and really encourages teens to be – um, involved and more comfortable
3: yeah who's oh? I'm sorry go ahead Andrea.
5: No, and I was just gonna say
1: you know this is also that starting point maybe next year they want to do Washington yeah, right yeah and, but you start small you start at Austin but like Maddie said Austin is such an important place right now with everything going on we are the focus of the entire nation yeah so yeah. we need to explain that to the youth and tell them everything you do you know affects The rest of the people and you, you have all these, this generation that really needs to fight for life. And going to this rally, going to this march is the perfect way to get involved. You are not, maybe you're not even taking a class. You're not listening to a presentation. You're just being there. And that will inspire them to want to do other things. And just, I mean, it's a fun trip. It's yeah. Austin. It's not far away. It's not a long road trip. So they will enjoy it.
3: Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so you're looking for adult chaperones. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. so tell us about that. Uh, is it somebody that has a kid that's going or just somebody that wants to go along? I know it says here uh, you're looking for males in particular. Uh, so what, what are the needs?
5: Uh, so we need chaperones because we have to do the safe environment. And so they do have to be safe environment cleared. Um, and it does, you don't have to be uh, a parent, you don't have to bring a teen, but parents are welcome to be our chaperones. Um, and so we just need, you know, adults to watch out for the kids and mm-hmm. make sure we don't lose anyone in Austin. Right, right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and how, had you, How? what's your goal? Like how many uh, teens do you want to bring?
5: We would love to bring 30 teens that would fill our bus. Okay. So
3: All right. that's what so we t- want to do. And what's the cost?
5: It is um, $175, and that's completely inclusive. You meet us, and we take you on the bus. It includes your lodging, all your food, uh, a T-shirt to wear, so we all match. Anything they need, they don't have to bring a dime with them. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Yeah, and uh, there is a... A uh, mandatory me- treat pre-trip meeting, <laughs> January 8th, yes. and this is where I just kind of go over this, uh, the kids and their parents, or who needs to be at this? Yes,
5: the kids and their parents have to be there. It's a chance for them to already meet their chaperones, the parents to meet the chaperones, and go over the schedule and make sure everyone knows what's going on, um, so the parents feel a lot more comfortable with um Having met the people who are coming and knowing exactly details, we'll make sure everyone exchanges phone numbers Yeah, and just yeah. read the connections.
3: Yeah, we're talking about the Texas Rally for Life. It is going on in Austin. Uh, looks like that would be like the third weekend of January, uh, January 22nd. The CPLC is organizing a bus trip down there for 14- to 18-year-olds. Also, some chaperones are needed as well. And you can go to ProLifeDallas.org slash... Youth and find out more information. Uh, uh, Prolifedallas.org Youth. Uh, the cost is $175. I've got Maddie Brown in studio with us, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry, along with Ingrid Meyer, Director of Ministries. And, you know, this is, uh, not that I have to tell you all this, but this is such an exciting time. In the pro-life world. I mean, I, I don't think in in, in my lifetime, uh, which, you know, I, I, I was born before Roe v. Wade, but there's never been a time, would you all agree, that we have got this excited about the overturning of Roe v. Wade, where it just seems like, I mean, even people on, on both sides of the spectrum are saying this is a real big likelihood, isn't it, Ingrid?
1: Yes, it is. And there's going to be many changes. But the most important thing, I think, is for us not to forget that Abortion will not go away, yeah, just like that. We need to continue educating especially our youth, so they grow up understanding what abortion is how um how it affects people, and how dangerous it is because i mean you've heard you've i know you've been part of our healing after abortion, you've yeah. had several times here our director, and all these women and men who suffer from abortion yeah. it's a traumatic traumatic experience for many many years that's why it's important to heal so if the youth if we educate them now all those problems will go away that's the best way I always say to get to get rid of abortion laws is important but the reality is if you don't change your heart and your mind yeah it, the law will not really affect you if your mindset is still in a culture of death
3: yeah it's a, it's a good thing to think about I'm sure you all have all have thought about all these possibilities even if it becomes illegal or it goes back to the states we thanks be to God we live in a state that probably will make it illegal but like your point is just because it's illegal doesn't mean it stops. You know there are a lot of illegal things that people continue to have to heal from, like you know domestic abuse or rape or I mean that they're illegal, but doesn't mean it, it doesn't happen. Unfortunately, so uh, yeah, very exciting. So um, what else, Maddie? Do people need to know? Uh, what other words of encouragement do you want to give to folks out there listening? To I mean, if you got only thirty seats, you know this this may fill up. I mean, can can you get another bus or are you going to cap it at thirty?
5: Uh, we really have to cap it at thirty because of our our how, uh, lodging.
3: Yeah, lodging.
5: Yeah. We had to reserve that a few months ago, and so you know we can't we can't get any more lodging mm-hmm. there, and so that it has to be thirty. And our our deadline for registration is this Friday, or when it's full. Yeah. So if you yeah. wanna if you wanna come, you gotta register. Mm-hmm. So please please
1: hurry up. Mm-hmm. And we do want to tell you that if the hundred and seventy five dollars is a problem to you talk to us okay our goal is to get the youth to go okay we don't make money out of this we want to help and we want to provide so please if you have an issue call maddie and we can work with you
3: yeah, and then there's going to be folks from all over the state. I don't know who the official organizer of this is, but since it's in Austin, people will be coming in from all over the place. I mean, do you have any idea how many people are expected or it's going to be in the thousands, I'm sure, that'll be there that, that, that weekend, right?
5: It'll definitely be in the thousands. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. No one estimates,
1: and it's it, much so. bigger than the one in North Texas.
3: Yeah, yes. and yeah. we
1: have uh, our our March, our North Texas March, will be the weekend before, yeah. mm-hmm. which and we will also have a youth rally. So, for those who aren't able to attend the Austin trip, please come to the youth rally, and Maddie can tell you more about it.
5: Yeah, so. In conjunction with the North Texas March for Life on January 15th, we're going to have a youth rally that morning and it starts at 8 a.m. So it's nice and early, but it's going to be a lot of fun, really upbeat. And so we'll have some really engaging speakers um, talking about how the pro-life movement helps women.
3: Yeah, And
5: um, we'll just have a great time there.
3: I brought my daughters to that a few times. And uh, in fact, I... I, I assuming we're free, we're going to come because yeah. uh, we have enjoyed that so much. So you say you got speakers, and uh, do you, anything set that you can tell us about, or is that still are you still working out those details?
5: So our focus being pr- uh, pro life is pro women. Our speakers are going to be from local uh, organizations with that help women. And we're okay. gonna have a maternity home, a pregnancy resource center, and we're gonna have a personal testimony from just an amazing woman who has experienced abortion and adoption. Mm-hmm. And her story is just so beautiful, and I love hearing her talk. Yeah, so.
3: yeah. So really it's, uh, and it is the, 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 I think this year, People generally feel like things are more open than they were last year. You know, I don't think there's as much concern about, I'm talking about the the, the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so probably crowds will be bigger. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. We don't know yet about that, but anything else about that event? Cause there typically is a march and then there's a rally. Yes. Is there going to be, what, well, what, what else will so be involved?
1: after the youth rally, they're going to, uh, meet us at the cathedral so we can all march together. Yeah, right. And do and have our rally. We also have amazing speakers at the rally. We have somebody coming from Houston. We have, of course, our bishop. So yes, it'll be it'll be uh, very interesting for everybody to be there and to listen. To these testimonies, we'll have Dave. This time, we're going to have a Gabriel mom give her testimony in Spanish. Oh, right. So, we don't want to forget about all those Spanish speaking uh, community that come and join us. So, we'll have somebody for them too.
3: Okay. Is there going to be a mass that morning? Yes. Okay. The mass and
1: is first at the cathedral. Okay. And then a uh, and then we march.
3: All right. Gosh, that's uh uh so much going on. Uh, you guys are just uh, busy and I know January is uh, obviously a very significant month for the pro-life uh uh um t- you know, effort. Anything else? So we, we just have uh, about uh 3-4 minutes uh remaining. Anything else? Uh typically in the spring you've got your big uh, gala, right? Uh, anything you can tell us about that? I know that isn't y'all's Specific thing. Yes, uh, we have
1: our Bishop's Dinner that comes up. It'll be in April this year. Yeah. So, yes, we're looking forward to that. It'll be again at the Renaissance. Okay. So, yes, excited about that. And we just had our Christmas, um, our Christchild lunch in the market, which. Yeah, we were we were out there, we were out yeah. there broadcasting. And yeah. It was wonderful because we had our Gabriel moms who gave their testimony and who graduated and received their scholarship. So that yeah. was beautiful. Plus all the wonderful uh, gifts you could get there. So that was great too. So yes, we are always busy, always something coming up. But like I said, we do not want to l- leave out our youth because mm-hmm. they are such an important part. Of this movement, right?
3: Yeah, yeah this is sure our. Uh, speakers Bureau still going strong?
1: Yes, we are having an, on March 26th, we will have a great conference, the yeah. Do No Harm Conference. Oh, okay. And we have a great lineup of uh, speakers coming from all over the nation. We have doctors, we have attorneys. Uh, psychologists, pediatricians, so it'll be a very, very important conference. And for the first time, we might even have it a hybrid conference. Okay. And
3: does that mean like uh, online also? Yes. For
1: those who sign up and maybe can't make it last minute or whatever, we'll have that option to live stream it.
3: All right. Very good. So much going on. Uh, we are talking to Maddie Brown, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry, along with Ingrid Meyer, Director of Ministries for the Catholic Pro-Life Community. Uh, ProLifeDallas.org is their uh, general website for all the information about this. And you can also visit ProLifeDallas.org slash youth. And uh, two very important weekends coming up next month. The uh, 15th is the local uh, row uh, our Mass, Memorial, Memorial Ma- Mass March. Rally, March, and all the, that good stuff. And then the, also the, the event for the young people. And then uh, the very next weekend down in Austin, that's going to be the the Texas Rally for Life. Maddie, I'll give you the last word. Uh, anything else we need to mention? Maybe you can just remind people of the basic details, the needs, how they sign up, and uh, all that kind of good stuff.
5: Yeah, so our Austin trip is going to be a great time for the high schoolers to go and really show that they are pro-life and uh Join us on January twenty-first through twenty-third. Um, we do need a few chaperones uh, to come with us, and you know, just have a great time with your friends and be part of the movement.
3: Mhm yeah and uh you know you might go this time and uh, just get hooked and uh, you know meet some new friends and uh, it's just a, such a great opportunity so uh go to that website and uh and sign up because uh, as Maddie said uh, once they fill their 30 seats it's going to be all over so do not delay uh go to uh, prolifedallas.org slash youth, or you can, uh, contact Maddie directly at youth at prolifedallas.org. Well, nice to have you here as an adult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, congratulations on your uh, growing family. That's very, right. very Thank exciting you. to have Thank four you. children already. Yes. Wow. That, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Ingrid, good to see you. Yeah. You're, you're a frequent visitor here on yeah. both English and the Spanish side. So, uh, thanks. Thanks for visiting. Love
1: always coming. Thank you so yeah.
3: much. Yeah. Y'all excited for Christmas? Yes
1: yeah and it's been busy, yeah, we, and our feast day uh, our feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe was just this weekend, so yeah. we had a lot going on and with the synod coming on, so yes
3: yeah, busy, busy times all right, well, thanks so much, and uh, we're about halfway through the program today we're going to take a break, and then when we come back here on the good news show, we're going to have the young Catholic professional segment of the program, and uh, we are going to be speaking uh about Let's see, uh, Servant Leadership, Hope, and the YCP. Joe Greisberger, Director of Development for the YCP, is going to be here with his guest, Marla Moke, Vice President of Operations for Molly Made USA. So we'll be right back with that after this.
2: St. Elizabeth Hungary Catholic Church in Dallas invites all KATH 910 AM listeners to pray for the pro-life cause on the first Saturday of the month for an end to abortion. Gather with them in present or private prayer as they pray the rosary and supplicate for life from conception to natural death. The event takes place immediately following the 8 a.m. Mass on January 1st on the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. For more information, contact Maria Castillo-Lopez at marian12 at yahoo.com.
0: Hello, my name is Bob Para, owner of Par Car Care. We're proud sponsors of KATH 910 AM. Par Car Care is devoted to automotive maintenance and repairs for today's family on the go. Are you looking for that personal touch? Someone who will listen to your problem and give you options that are manageable for you? We now have two locations to serve you. For the U.S. area, 817-685-2222. And for the North Richland Hills area, 817-281-1388. We're on the web at www.parcarcare.com. Thank you and drive safely. Join the Catholic pro-life community virtually at 12 p.m. on Friday, December 24th as they gather outside a Dallas abortion facility to pray for those mothers and children facing abortion just days before the celebration of the arrival of the Christ child. They will raise their voices in song around an empty manger, symbolizing both the hope that new life can bring as well as the emptiness left behind when an unborn child is lost to abortion. The event will premiere on the CPLC's Facebook page. For more information, contact Susan at 214-392-7545.
2: This is Nikki White, General Manager of Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas. It is with a heavy heart that we announce that after 42 years in business, Sacred Heart will be closing its doors on Friday, December 31st, 2021. Closeout sales and discounts will be offered on merchandise, fixtures, and equipment, and all items must go. We offer our gratitude and appreciation to the customers who have supported us over the decades. May God bless you as you have blessed us. Thank you. You know, this is your Catholic radio station,
4: and we'd like to make it even better for you. Your feedback is really important to us. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. It only takes a minute to fill out and send it to us. Again, go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. We'd really appreciate it. KATH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, as well as participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com.
3: All right, we're back. Boy, that that was quick. Was that three minute break? Yeah, boy, that that three minute fastest three minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, always been three minutes. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just it just seemed to go fast. It's good because we got to say goodbye to one set of guests That's, and yes. uh, hello to the new set. And so, all right. So again, uh, I hope uh, some folks will uh, you know accept that uh, invitation uh, to go to the, to Austin on that weekend in January for that Youth for Life uh, event. That's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we are now. Um, Going to talk about young Catholic professionals, which I used to be. I used to be young, and I'm still Catholic. I'm still a professional, but uh, lost one of those uh, adjectives. But um, we, every second Monday of the month, we uh, dedicate the second half of this program to the YCP and the good stuff that's happening with young people in the church today. And uh, typically, either Jen Ball or Peter Blut are here, but today they have sent their director of development, at YCP, Joe Greisberger, uh, Greis Bauer in, uh, who, uh, joins us in studio. He's got a special guest that he's going to introduce us to as well, Marla Moke, uh, who he will tell us about. So before that, Joe, good to have you in studio.
0: I think for the first time, huh? Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for having me. Yeah. I think I. When I joined with YCP back in July, they threw me on the radio. For the first That's thing, actually so. what they do to all the new people I've
4: noticed so, it, every single time. <laughs> if you can experience.
0: handle that, then uh, you get to stay exactly. on,
3: right? Yeah, uh, yeah I do uh, vaguely remember that. Uh, and uh, well, good. We're well, good to have you in studio for the first time. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your own background, uh, how you kind of connected with YCP and uh, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: I've been in the Dallas area for about uh, six years now, um, started as uh, undergrad at the University of Dallas. Uh, born and raised in St. Louis, but came down here. Um, and I've, quite a few of my siblings have gone to the University of Dallas. One one's currently a freshman. Um, but uh, finished a bachelor's degree there and then got my MBA. and as I was finishing, uh, my MBA. Uh, I went to the YCP conference here in Dallas. Oh, okay. Um, and that's that's kind of where I learned a lot more about YCP and really felt myself caught up into the mission. And I I wanted to get more involved and um, told Jen and Peter that and. They turned around and asked me to work full-time. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get what you ask for I, sometimes. I got so. what I asked for, and it's been, it's been a blessing to be, be with YCP for the past about five months now. Yeah. As, yeah. As director so of Director
3: I, of Development, uh, which basically every organization needs funds to survive, and so you reach out in the community and in individuals and say, hey, please support this mission. And I, I think it's something that a lot of people have a heart for, especially since the statistics show how many young people leave the faith or have no idea of the faith or abandon it altogether and so it's it's a great uh, it's a great thing to support and so we can you know let people know by you know during the the course of the interview about how they can support your mission uh, as well. So, all right. Uh, real quickly, I always like you know, we always get excited for an update of uh, new chapters and how things are going. And you've just grown. I, I remember years ago interviewing Jen Ball when there was just one, you know, when she started the one in Dallas. And I don't know if she ever I, had any idea it was going to grow like it has been. But uh, how, what's the the latest as far as new chapters or the total number of chapters across the country?
0: Yeah, we're up to 27. We've got, uh, three officially launched in the past, uh, past fall here. Um, and since, since I joined, we've had, we've had another one, um, most recently up in Kansas City. And so they'll have their, their formal launch on January 6th to kick Mm, off 2022. And then I don't know, there'll probably be about 10 more. Oh, is that right? Coming up, the rest of the rest of the year we got a big year. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right. Uh, well, tell us about your wonderful guest today. Joining me, I got uh, Marla Moak from Neighborly. Um, so Marla is an experienced vice president with a history of working in franchising. She's with Neighborly, the world's largest home service franchiser. She's been there for a total of nine years. She holds a Bachelor's of Business Administration in Human Resources Management from Tarleton State University in Stephenville, Texas. And when Marla's not at work, she enjoys attending church, exercising, being outdoors, and spending as much time with family and friends. So with that, Marla, um, welcome. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family background a little bit more, and why you joined YCP on the board? and why you're so passionate about the YCP mission.
6: Yeah, sure, thanks Joe. Um, So I'm a Texas native, currently living and working here in Irving, Texas, for the world's largest franchisor, Neighborly, where I serve as the Vice President of Operations for our Molly made concept. We have over 500 territories in the United States where we specialize in residential and light commercial cleaning. I lead a team of business coaches who support our franchise owners who are independently uh, owned and uh, they operate their Molly made businesses. I was fortunate enough to be born into a strong Catholic faith-based family. Both my father and mother's families were Catholic and it was important for my parents to continue carrying out their faith. And raising me and my two older sisters, I grew up on a small 200-acre farm where we raised cattle and uh, farmed hay. You know, whenever I always say that, people are like small, which in in the you know in Texas terms, yeah. it's relatively small. Um, you know, I think my parents realized early on that it was important for me and my sisters to have the opportunity to go to college, so we became involved very early on in 4-H and FFA, showing rabbits, lambs, and steers, um, because I think they they you know knew that college was going to be an expense that they weren't going to be able to provide for us. So mm-hmm. it was an opportunity for us to earn money through our showing careers to do so. And uh, I'm happy to report that we all graduated from college with zero debt mm-hmm. uh, due to the monies that we, you know, that we did earn. You know, I look back to those times and realize that no matter where we found ourselves uh, buying or showing animals over the state, my father would always ask my mom, and I'm going to date myself here uh, to grab the yellow pages and find out. What, <laughs> I remember the yellow pages. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. time Mass was being was mm-hmm. being held, um, so that we would attend church no matter where. And and that made a lasting impact on me and the importance of me always putting my faith first, no mm. matter what I was involved in. Um, mm. After high school, as you said, I attended Tarleton State University, uh, a college in the Texas a System, where I graduated with a Bachelor's of Arts in Human Resource Management, Bachelor's mm-hmm. Administration. Um, while it was incredibly important for me not to only get involved uh, in an education, but also to beca- become involved in uh, serving as a student body president and vice president, uh, giving back to the college and my community. Um, And so you ask, what led me to getting involved on the National Board for Young Catholic Professionals. Uh, I realized that for a couple of decades, I was growing within my career, but I felt this incredible void in my life. Mm. Um, And although very career-focused, how could I do more in keeping my faith front and center? And so— you know, outside of work, I felt like I was missing the opportunity to serve at a much deeper level. In 2020, I was tapped on the shoulder by YCP <laughs> uh, to help on a project, and that really introduced me to the ministry. Several months later, I was asked to join on the YCP National Board and realized in doing so that that filled the void that that I felt, you know, how how could I give back uh, to young professionals, and introduce my strong belief and in, in faith into the mix. And YCP is such a phenomenal ministry for young professionals in their 20s and 30s who are growing in their career and might feel a void uh, as it relates to, you know, belonging while staying focused in their faith and the competing priorities that our careers, you know, been challenge us with.
0: It's been such a blessing to have Marla on our board and Marla, you mentioned a few times already the different leadership roles you took on while in college and now in your professional life. Can you share with us how you cultivated this passion for service through leadership and how it does bring that purpose to what you do?
6: Yeah, um, so thanks, Joe, for the, you know, the kind words. Um, I was fortunate enough to be raised in a very small, close-knit community. And if the neighbors needed help, You went and helped them, Mm -hmm. regardless of what was what was needed. Um, My time being involved in 4-H and FFA shaped my leadership at a very early age. Uh, Yeah, we were competing against each other, but we also had a sense of community to help each other. And then moving to college, I was surrounded by phenomenal leaders. And not only was I involved in my university at You know, at a large scale, but on a much larger scale, I was involved in the Texas AM University system, serving on the Chancellor's Student Advisory Board, where all system schools were coming together for the betterment of the individual universities. Diane over
3: here is from AM. I think she she wants wants to
2: whoop. Is she (laughs) allowed? Go go ahead, whoop. So, So, can I
6: ask you which school in the system?
2: Texas A&M and College Station
6: nice okay very good very good yeah that so qualifies in the system <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> absolutely okay. yeah so you know I'm, I'm wired to see the benefits of current situations and then ask the question how can we improve in the here and now for future generations for that come after us um, I'm currently involved in structured mentor programs and unstructured mentor programs within my career and uh, I love to share lessons learned so others can learn from my, I say, my mistakes uh, and successes as well.
0: It's wonderful all all that you've done, Marla, and bringing, bringing together people um, both at A&M and, and now what you're doing. And I know the YCP team often talks about bringing together people of all ages, that there's opportunity for all generations to get involved. Jen, Jen Baugh, our executive director, has said And I quote, we believe that young people will be most successful if they have support, not just from their peers, but also from those who have gone before them. We integrate the generations in a very beautiful way in our ministry by inviting experienced Catholics to share their wisdom with us as mentors, speakers, and much more. So can you share with our listeners from young folks like me to seasoned professionals like you about how they can get involved in YCP and support each other?
6: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we all recognize how influential and critical young professionals are to our future. And YCP provides an opportunity through our ministry for belonging and involvement through a variety of new activities and and current activities. Um, Let's go through a few, right? Uh, So networking happy hours, which are free events held at local bars, allowing young Catholics to come together in a casual setting to get to know each other and fellowship. What's come from these events are lasting friendships and uh, some faith-based marriages too. So that's always that's always really <coughs> yeah, exciting nice. to see. Uh, we have executive speaker series. These are free events where Catholic professionals share insights about the integration of faith and work. After uh, we first have brought them together for the opportunity uh, to network and have you know appetizers. St. Joseph's Saturdays are free half-day retreats for busy professionals wanting to recenter themselves during Advent and Lent. And, uh, you know, that's just vitally important uh, because in what we do day in and day out, we, we have to make sure that we're leading um, in a very faith-focused manner. And uh, we have to recognize in ourselves when it is time to become recentered and, mm-hmm. uh, and invest back into ourselves, right? Our annual conference brings together hundreds of Catholic professionals from around the country for a weekend of spiritual development, more networking, and creativity in a professional environment. We have executive mentorship, uh, which connects members with experienced Catholic professionals to guide them as they pursue excellence in faith and work. Um, Executive panel discussions are member-exclusive events in which three panelists initiate focused dialogue about living virtuously in the workplace. Forums are member communities of like-minded Catholics committed to helping you build the life you really want. These confidential peer advisory groups offer the insight and support you need to achieve your personal, professional, and spiritual goals, building the life you really want. And a spiritual hotline provides a quick faith um, answers and guidance from a priest or a nun who are just an email or a phone call away. Um, so, Joe, if I may, I'm going I'm to turn the question over to you. Um, in the events and activities that we provide, uh, what's one or two that are your most favorite?
0: Yeah, I think I get a lot out of the executive speaker series, um, being able to have uh someone come in with you know years and years of experience and then uh a dedication to the faith that's you know lived out and you can see how far they've come um it's inspiring and it and uh it's definitely something that you can sit through and enjoy learn a lot from and then come away with a model or uh an ideal in mind something that that re- you're reaching forward to. Um, so I, I really like hearing from our executive speakers. I
3: thought you were going to say the happy hours. So good, good, good answer. <laughs> those are, yeah, those free happy those hours. Those are good yeah. too, and those yeah. those
0: suit other other desires. Yeah. Can I ask
3: have. a little a question follow up about the mentor, sure. the mentoring, yeah. which I, I just think is so so awesome. It's so important for young people. Do do you get uh, to one on one mentoring? Do you get to meet with somebody and uh, they do? They, do, y'all, do y'all just kind of connect somebody? Yeah. Uh, like Marlo with somebody in the same industry, or how how does that uh, work exactly?
0: We have a we have a platform, and it's it's similar to I, I would say like a, a social media, like a Facebook or any, yeah. anyone you can think of, but um, where you create a profile um, and just briefly outline some of your personal goals and ex- experience or expertise, and the mentors do the same thing as well. And so then we have we have almost uh, I think about five hundred people on our platform mm. right now. Um, and through that platform, then we can set our, set up, um, or the mentee or mentor themselves can initiate a relationship, a conversation, uh, and then take that next step to set up in person meetings if they're in the same city. Um, you find someone with similar experience or, or passions, and uh, it's it's very very self explanatory, easy to to navigate. I'm I'm personally being mentored right now on the platform, and it's. Been a wonderful, wonderful experience for me. In the past, I think, we've been on there for about three months. No, that's um, great. With about four or five meetings uh, in the past three months. So,
3: S- super. I just want to remind everybody: this is the Good News Show uh, here on KTH nine ten a.m. It's the Young Catholic Professional. Uh, segment uh, we do every second Monday, and we have in studio Joe Greisbauer, who is director of development for Young Catholic Professionals. You can find them at youngcatholicprofessionals.org, dot org, and his guest is Marla Moak, vice president of operations for Molly Made USA. We see the the Molly Made cars around, don't we? Aren't yes, a, Joe, you? Don't do. have a, like a whole fleet of uh, those Molly Maids? Yes, right? We do. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Right, so, I anyways. wanted to ask
0: Marla one more question. Oh yeah. And considering we're in advent here, a season of hope awaiting Christ coming at Christmas. I think YCP's mission uh, for, for me and for many young people brings hope at uh, this critical point in their lives. So Marla, I, I just want to ask you, do you want to add more to this or, or share with our audience how YCP brings hope to you personally?
6: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Joe, I um, remember a time in my childhood where my father, who was the breadwinner of our family, lost his job after 18 years. And that was a devastating time for our family, and I very distinctly remember my parents leaving our home one evening to go meet with our priest for guidance and counsel. Um, My father passed away about four and a half years ago, and I found myself visiting with my priest because his passing changed the entire landscape of our family. Uh, My parents had been married for 50 years. And I had to learn how to function while grieving through his loss and being supportive to my mother as she learned to live in his absence. Knowing that YCP exists and through this ministry, it provides an additional avenue for young professionals. I mean, that's that's huge. I often wonder and think if YCP would have been available to me upon graduating college, what that could have meant for my spiritual, personal and professional growth and development. You know building a network of like-minded believers not only for what we need now but for many years into our future is just so important. Uh, You know so now it's important for me to invest in YCP bringing my professional and personal experience and talents to assist in the growth of this important ministry. Um, You know I I was recently at a company-wide meeting and our chief operating officer, Mary Kennedy Thompson, was recognizing a couple of leaders who were retiring at the end of the year. And she mentioned that it's not important to leave a legend, but a legacy. Mm. And so I'm going to say that again. You know, it's not it's not so important to leave a legend, but a legacy. Um, I reflect a lot on how important her words were. And knowing that we all have the opportunity, and I believe the responsibility to use our talents to invest in others. That's what YCP has done to me and for me. Uh, We're working together in Witness for Christ, investing in young professionals and them into each other. That is what brings me hope, not just during this Advent, but all year long.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, Marla.
3: Yeah, very cool. I want to ask you about growing up, uh, on, I think, did you say a hundred acres of land? And, yeah, a couple hundred. And were, did you actually work, uh, I mean, did you guys have livestock? Did mm-hmm. you have uh, animals? And I, I think that's something that's missing among most young people these days. Very few of us, myself mm-hmm. included, ever, I've never milked a cow or, you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and, especially with all the technology. I think that – because you you just seem like such a a, a kind of a a grounded, real person that – I don't know, there's something that that you have like real-life experience. But what would you say about that? Because there seems to be a return to that. There are schools that are trying to train – Kids, I mean, there's some of them Mount St. Michael Catholic School in South Dallas is having them actually kind of work the land, and there's a, what the Saint Isidore's out in uh, out out in I think Greenville, but maybe the advantage of that or what advantage that had to your even who you are now.
6: Yeah, so uh, it's funny I, we we laugh and joke about it now, but my father was raised in a family of four boys, and then he had three girls, <laughs> <laughs> and so there was there was really uh, no difference, and so yeah, we a couple hundred acres and. Uh, Raised cattle. And yeah. so uh, we, we didn't, you know, it wasn't a dairy, a milk producing farm, um, but I've, I've milked. And uh, we've uh, unfortunately had to, you know, bottle feed calves and, and different things if the mom didn't make it. Um, but, and then also farming hay. And so going back to the servant leadership, um, I remember, you know, we didn't eat breakfast unless our animals had eaten, right? Mm-hmm. Unless we got up early. And it was just instilling, again, back to that leadership and work ethic. And I think you're exactly right, you know we speak so much of college, but also trade schools and technical schools are so important um but and then also the farming communities are so important day in and day out to everybody's livelihoods and so it it did it instilled just again back to the work ethic and a sense of community, but yes um. Farming hay, uh, many hours were spent in the in the hayfield during the summer, and <laughs> uh, farmers tans. I'm, I'm I'm completely familiar with that. But yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> and you can't uh, probably sleep in until noon when you're uh, running a, a, a land like that. Mm-hmm. You got to get up at the crack of dawn, and uh, there's a lot there's a lot of virtue I think that can be cultivated in, the, in that kind of lifestyle. I'm not speaking from experience. I like I said, I never do that. But uh, Joe, thanks so much. Do you want to uh, mention about how people can support YCP, or if somebody wants to, I don't know, if you need volunteers, you need monetary support or whatever, uh, especially as we're in the the end of the year now.
0: Absolutely. I think um, I'll just share that we're gearing up for a huge 2022, Um, 27 chapters, like I said, with uh, probably more than 10 coming in 2022. So please, please do reach out personally to me. You can find me on on the website if you want. Um, Another great way is to come to one of our events. And so- I'll just let you know that we have a speaker series and Christmas party um, this week, Wednesday, the 15th, and it'll be at the very space Las Colinas here in Dallas from 630 to 9 p.m. I think We should have a great showing. You know, it's a Christmas party. Everybody wants to be a part of that this time of year. And, uh, so there you go. You all, you all have an invite to. Okay. uh, You're going to have two attendees right here, the two young people.
3: (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Well, well,
0: thanks so much for coming
3: in. Again, Joe Greisbauer, Director of Development uh, for Young Catholic Professionals. Go on line to them, youngcatholicprofessionals.org. And also Marla Moak, uh, Vice President of Operations for Molly Made USA. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Thanks
6: for having us. You Thank got
3: you. Uh, got a great story there. That's that's really interesting. Thanks for all you you do for the YCP as well. Thanks to Sissel, uh for running the board and also Diane hanging out with us the whole show. Good to good to, uh, Diane. You must have been just kind of roped in. Oh, Enjoyed the, the yeah, entire show, much.
2: the interviews and. By YCP
3: yeah, well. Yeah, thanks for being with us. And uh, just another reminder about uh, next month begins our car raffle. We talked about it at the beginning of the show, and this is a pretty intense month. January and February are very intense for us, so you'll hear a lot about that. We'll be visiting parishes. So we didn't mention specifically, if you talk to your pastor and he doesn't mind us coming out and making a little announcement at the end of Masses and setting up a little table and selling tickets, and uh, or if you want to sell tickets yourself, just email us at kth at grnonline.com, and let us know how you can help uh, with the car raffle. It's a lot of fun. We might even need a speaker or two going out yes, to parishes. We'll see uh, how many are coming back to help us out. But uh, this is a, a really a great month to, um, to get involved and help out uh, with Catholic Radio as well. All right, how much time do we have left? About 30 seconds? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. What else do we uh, need to tell you? Again, uh, org is the website, and you can probably donate on there and, and support them as well at the end of the year. And you can also make an end-of-year donation to support uh, this station, like many people have already done. Just go to grnonline.com. And there's ways to uh, support the station, donate cars and um and all that kind of good stuff so thank you for joining us and we will be back i say we with air quotes because it's going to be Cecil and diane next monday the next two weeks uh for the good news show uh, have a great rest of your third week of advent god bless you thanks for joining us
2: Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. Young adults, don't let current events stop you from growing in your faith and building up your community. Faith Fitness is a ministry with the goal of bringing Jesus's message and teachings to the young adult community through monthly talks on different topics. All young adults are invited to a Christmas party on Thursday, December 16th at Four Corners Brewing Company in Dallas from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. The guest featured is magician Giancarlo Bernini. Visit faithfitnessdallas.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Piper with Ingress Labs. My family and I are parishioners at St. Philip the Apostle Catholic Church in Louisville and are active in several St. Philip ministries. We are proud new sponsors of KATH 910AM. Ingress Labs helps businesses develop and maintain their IT systems. We also identify cybersecurity threats to your business.